This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. We got lots to do on this Wednesday evening or Thursday evening, whatever day it is. I tell you, we're going to talk football, we're going to talk baseball, and we're going to talk some stuff else, too. And we'll talk to you at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Joe. We're here until 10 o'clock. Then Big Daddy Ty Butler will take you throughout the night on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon. Larry, what's going on today, my friend? Gordon, I'm lost. I'm just, I'm just so... <laughs> I, hope you're, I hope you're not I'm looking for me to so, figure oh, things out for you. But you bring people together, so I know I you'll help me out. I know oh. you will. I know you will. Gordon, I tell you, I was all set, ready to sit down, have a little conversation with you about what the heck is going on with the Met front office. Mm-hmm. You know, I was all set to talk about that. You know, both general managers spoke and the, for the Jets and Giants. We have that to talk about. And then Harvey sends me this, Gordon Damer. Mm-hmm. Hal Steinbrenner speaks. Yeah. But not what you wanted him to say. <laughs> he speaks, but not what you... You might have been looking for something else. You might be looking for something else. Uh, quoting Hal Steinbrenner talking to the Associated Press in Tampa. We'll learn a lot in September and we'll learn a lot in the spring. Steinbrenner told the Associated Press as he left the Yankees minor league complex on Tampa on Thursday. That's why I didn't want to trade these guys away at the trade deadline. We've traded away too many guys the last few years, so I think it will be exciting. Hold your thoughts, Gordon. There's more. Oh, God. All right. I'll hold it, Larry. I'll hold it. I got some thoughts. I know you do. More how. We're going to take a very deep dive into Mm. everything we're doing. Mm. Continuing to quote Hal Steinbrenner. We're looking to bring in possibly an outside company to really take a look at the analytical side of what we do. Baseball operations in general. We're going to have some very frank conversations with each other. This year was obviously unacceptable. Your thoughts? Well, let's start at the beginning. Okay. We'll learn a lot in September. We'll learn a lot in the spring. Absolutely. Haven't learned anything in the course of the year. Haven't learned anything from the last couple of years. Why would I expect? I'm assuming he's talking about the young players coming up, that they'll see them on the major league stage. Okay, fine. We don't trust your judgment. We don't trust what you will learn because the lessons that you have learned from the last couple of years have been the wrong lessons. We just have to stand pat. Let's run this back from last year. Uh, That's why I didn't want to trade away these guys at the trade deadline. We've traded away too many guys the last few years. The problem is not who you've traded away as much as it is who you have gotten back, who have done absolutely nothing to help the organization and, in fact, have led almost directly to the window of opportunity that this team had closing completely. That's the, that, it's not who you've traded away. It's who you have brought back that has been a failure. Then he went on to say about the deep dive. Oh, we're going to do a deep dive into air. Oh, really? They're going to bring an outside company to take a look at the analytics? Do you, need, do you need an outside company to look at the analytics? Do you need some? You need, you, well, what are the lessons that we're supposed to learn from the? Let's get an outside company in. If you need an outside company, maybe the problem is you. 
At no point there did I say any, uh, did I hear, we're going to have some very frank conversations with each other. Very frank. Can we hire Frank to be the new G? I don't know, Frank, whoever. Maybe Frank Layden from back in the day. I'm not sure. Don't hire Scott. No, don't hire (laughs) Scott. Don't hire Scott. No, that wouldn't work. That That wouldn't work. (laughs) Here's the problem. It it really almost doesn't matter what he says because we don't, I I don't believe him anyway. I, Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think anything is going to change. Wow. And I'm starting to think that the, these reports you see, I'm beginning to think they're going to bring back Boone too. And I don't blame Boone. I don't think Boone is the main culprit. And changing right. Boone I don't think is really going to fix anything mm-hmm. if you allow Cashman. Any change that you make that does not involve Brian Cashman is window dressing. No other way to put it. That's, how's that for Frank? That's very frank. Uh, no questions, but a very frank conversation. Oh. From Gordon Daver, based sure. on what Hal Steinbrenner had to say. And listen, even if you bring in an outside company for analytics, <laughs> I oh don't know God. why you would. But even if you bring in somebody else. So what that means is, I would think, is that the current group of analytical people are leaving. I would have to think, and rightfully so. As a matter of fact, they should be gone today. Oh, no, no, no. They, they, he's not talking about anybody leaving. He's just saying that they're going to bring it out. They're going to look at it. They're gonna, they're gonna look. Oh well, we can change. We, we have to focus more on this, or focus more on that, or maybe we were too heavy on this uh, area of focus, or maybe too light on that. Nothing's see, gonna that, change. See, that doesn't make any sense because all you had to do was look at the product on the field. The eye test. I keep telling people, I know about numbers. I know about analytics. I respect it. I get it. Gordon, nothing beats the eye test. Nothing beats the eye test. When you look at this team on the field. You know it's not a very good team. I don't need somebody else to come in and tell me that. It just seems like we're spinning in all these different directions to avoid the obvious. Yep. And the obvious is that this, this is the work of Brian Cashman. So we could talk about the manager or the analytics or the minor leaguers or this or thing there or that thing or bring in people from inside or outside or upside down or whatever. Brian Cashman has done a horrendously bad job the last couple of years. He has. And he is the guy that is guiding the ship. And this year, the ship has run aground. Yes, it has. And, and it seems like even though the captain is the, the one that has made the ship go uh, run aground, we're going to blame a couple of deckhands and, and, and run it back and give and him first a mate. new ship. <laughs> we'll blame the first mate and the crew. Right, right. <laughs> we're going to blame Gilligan and, and, uh, and, uh, and Mrs. Howell. Mr. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Howell, the professor. Mm-hmm. And don't forget Marianne. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody them. but the, the Grand Poobah. That's it. That's it. Boy, it must be nice. God, I'd love to have a job like that It once. must be nice. Oh, you're like a family member. <laughs> Listen, I know some family members don't get treated like this. No, <laughs> I've worked for family. <laughs> I, got far more, I got far more criticism there <laughs> than Brian Cashman has. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then, Gordon, sticking with the Yankees for just another second, Harrison Bader's finally gone. He's a member of the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. All right. So another put him on waivers right on time. Boom. Bye. So a trade that when you think of the last couple of years, not one of the ones you immediately think of uh, mm-hmm. uh, as complete disasters for Brian right. Cashman, right. but yet another failure. Yes. Throw another log on the fire. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another log. Not been good. Not what you want. Why is this fire so high? I don't understand <laughs> why, why we have so much fire around here. Oh, it's crazy. It is crazy. And then, Gordon, according to published reports, yeah, 
The Mets are cleaning some, moving some furniture around. I see that. Kevin How- Kevin Howard, the organization's director of player development, and Jeff Lebo, the director of pro player evaluation, gone, fired, done. Team reportedly also ousted director of performance Jim Cavallini and baseball development director Brian Hayes. This as per Metsmerized. So here's our question, Gordon. Uh, whoever's coming in, did he say it's okay? Is he not going to use these people? I'm not sure. Like, what's the point of getting rid of them now? Are, I don't aren't know. we? Aren't we? Uh, what? Three months away, at the at the longest from mm-hmm. finding the the, the 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 mystery, the man behind the curtain, the, this yes. wonderful mystery that is the Mets' new head of player personnel. Yes. Maybe they've had a conversation already. I'm not sure. But they're not supposed to be talking. They're not, but look, Steve Cohen in the past <laughs> has been known to, to skirt the rules a little bit, so maybe, maybe he's doing that again. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just – I just, I don't know how I, – I'm just – I'm kind of lost here, Gordon. I don't know. Now, um, Andy Martino, SNY's baseball insider, has indicated that the Mets are not going to trade Pete Alonso. Okay. But do we know that for sure? I mean, suppose the new guy comes in and says, you know what? We're going to trade him. How do I know what these contract negotiations are like? I think Grassa and LaGreca talked about it earlier, and Grassa made a great point. If, if, if we are far apart, numerically speaking, and you don't think you can bridge that gap, Gordon, you got to move him because you can't have him walk away and you get nothing for him. You can't have him sign somewhere else and that's, as the, at that point, the former face of your franchise, one of the top home run hitters in baseball. And he just walk away, you get nothing. So then you're going to have to trade him. And then it becomes, what is enough to get in return for Pete Alonso? It just never ends. It's strange that you went from this year's trade deadline to, at the bare minimum, listening for listening to offers. And, and it seems like you were doing more than just a, a random conversation. You were having some pretty in-depth conversations. Mm-hmm. to now you are definitely not going to trade them, even though you don't have the next head of player personnel. That doesn't right. make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, then then, then the path for the Mets is clear. If it is true that they are not going to trade him, that that is not something that they want to pursue, they should sign him this offseason to mm-hmm. a, a long-term co- Get it done. Get yep. one, buy out one of those years of arbitration. Get him locked up now. It's probably going to be... A long-term deal that you come back to regret at some point, but mm-hmm. I'd rather be early on that than late. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. And Lock if you're in. gonna, if you're ever gonna get a bargain, you would figure this would be the time, right? Not when he yes. actually hits free agency. And that window might have already closed. We saw with Aaron Judge, he didn't really, unless the Yankees blew him out of the water with a contract, he was he was looking ahead to free agency, and any agent would tell them his client, wait that extra year, and then you'll have everybody bidding. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Mets' window to sign Pete has already closed, but with the deep pockets of Steve Cohen, he has been able to uh, make things happen before with just throwing money at the problem. So that's that should be the tact. It's pretty clear. If they're not trading him, sign him this offseason. And if they're not trading him, Gordon, that kind of means that maybe they want to be a little bit more competitive in 2024 than we may think as Mets fans. Maybe they're thinking, you know what, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get a couple of free agent pitchers. 
to sign to, for, for to fill out our starting rotation. We've got, you know, we got Lindor. We've got, a, you know, we got Alonzo. We'll have to find a, a DH somewhere. Uh, maybe a couple of the kids will come up. Maybe Beatty will come back and do better at third and whatever the system, you know. Uh, Alvarez will be, a, you know, he had up and down season. Maybe he'll settle down a little bit next year and we'll, and we'll hopefully be in the running for one of the wild card positions. And then we'll reevaluate where we are in 24 and then we'll figure out 25. Because if you said to me, we're going to move Alonzo, then I'm saying to you, we're not thinking about being competitive in 2024 or 25. Yeah, and if you're not looking to be competitive in, in 24 or 25, then why would you keep Pete, why would you sign exactly. Pete Alonso to a long-term deal? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. He doesn't line up with a team that is having a long-term view. Pete is much more of a, he's really good right this second. And mm-hmm. who knows how long that will last. Yep. This is his prime. Mm-hmm. You're in his prime right now. This is where you are. So you need to take advantage of what you've got with him. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You stare at the Yankees and you see a plume of smoke. And the Yankees stand over two miles to the right and say, look over here, there's nothing to see there. There's no way you will convince me that the Yankees would call up Jason Dominguez and Wells the catcher if they are not absolutely horrible this season. So here's what they've done, and this is somewhat genius is the Yankees have now roped you back in. <laughs> Dave Rothenberg on DPA Turn Rothenberg here on 98.7 ESPN, and he's saying, listen, nobody's coming to the games. Let's bring up the kids. And he's not – I think he's giving the Yankees a little too much credit. I understand what he's saying, and, yes, that is part of what will happen. But, Gordon, they need to see what they have. I mean, this is a situation where you're not going anywhere. The season's over. Let's kind of see what these players, what do they look like? What do they have? Do they have anything that we can gauge? They need to find out. There were there was talk even before this season. It was possible that Jason Dominguez could be up here around this time. Maybe it was more September. Right. I, I kind of remember the conversation was August. So uh, I, I'm sure they are trying to see what they have in these kids. I, I don't think that it's distracting anybody. I don't think that anybody is getting roped back in by Jason Dominguez. I think that everybody knows what kind of season the Yankees have had, and uh, I don't think anybody is now, hey, wait a second, they have all this young talent. Now, it would be great if Dominguez could do something, but given the, 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 the track record of the Yankees and young players coming up, doesn't exactly bode well <laughs> that uh, this guy's going to come up and all of a sudden be uh, Kevin Moss or Shane Spencer for a couple of weeks. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll be great. We'll be nice. And I'm sure that people will, if you're checking in on, I don't think that there's any Yankee fan who's saying, you know what, Jason Dominguez is up. I'm going to go buy tickets. Right. I don't think that that is no. the, 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 what's going to happen. Especially I think people already have tickets to the game because they probably thought the Yankees were going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll still go to the game. And it does give you something to watch, at least some level of interest. But... I don't know that Austin Wells coming up is roping anybody back in. That means they can't sell the tickets because they have to go now. 
People that yeah, well, them, I mean, it's almost it's like a it's like a show, right? I mean, yeah. I'm sure there is some level of people buying tickets day of, but most of the tickets I would think are bought well in advance mm-hmm. when tickets You're go right. on sale, and and you look forward. It's almost like a concert or a, or a Broadway show. You're looking mm-hmm. forward to going to the game and at the end of the year, and you yep. were hoping that it was going to be a whole lot better game to watch, but you were. It is what it is. It is what it is. Head to the phones. Jamie's in Jersey. Jamie, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, guys, uh, Larry and Gordon, I I wanted to say, uh, if the, the if, by the way, your screeners are like, they, they should have their own shows. I feel like I, I already did Actually, they both do, skills. Jamie. Yeah, it's just not on the air. Don't worry. They're, they're doing their own show. Oh yeah. Well, don't worry. they're really good. <laughs> so here, I, I don't, I'm sure you don't put uh, – uh, uh, Ira from Staten Island through the, the through the thing you put they put me through, but I but I'm all for it. I, I love. Oh these yeah, shows. they do. We we so treat everybody equally, Jamie. Everybody has to. They're go the radio TSA. Those guys. Uh, they're they're putting right. you. They're putting uh, you through your, your paces. Today. Don't worry. You'd be surprised. Here's the thing, <laughs> guys. Look, I, you know you mentioned tonight. You know the Yankees are hiring some group of nincompoops to overlook to study what the the people who are in charge or the decisions they're making. And my point is this. You know, I'm a fan from I, the, the late 70, 60s, Mantle and Pepitone and, you know, and Bobby, and then into 70s where it was wonderful, and the 90s, of course, the later 90s were just spectacular. And the fact is, what I was saying was, if you took the 70s Yankees, if you could build the 70s Yankees or the 90s Yankees, you know, your, your super teams, do you really need – uh, uh, the the stats and the the analytics to to create a team. See all of that. That's why you know luck. Uh, for some reason, the Buckshaw Walters still exists. The fact is, Jamie. Oh no, he, oh, he left his hat. Oh no. Oh, I blame the two. The, I blame the guys in the studio. <laughs> we gave them all the praise when things went well. His last dying words were, Bong. Oh, no, that's, that's disappointing. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, I think what he was trying to say is, Gordon, very simply, Yankees need some talent. <laughs> you yeah. can bring in all the people you need. You can bring in all the numbers. You can analyze this, analyze that. Find me somebody that can play the game. Can you find me a left fielder? Can you find me a center fielder? Can you find me a third baseman? For starters, can, we, can you just find me those three positions and have them filled at a credible, personal best. That's all I'm looking for. Can I have that? Yeah. Uh, you're just looking for le- league average this year would have been a huge plus, at the, especially in left field and at third base. Um, you know, the, the, again, the analytics has become this boogeyman that we're all pointing to. The great Stick Michael was one of the first people to be using analytics, he looked at on-base percentage. People weren't valuing on-base percentage and used that as a tool to kind of build the, the, the 90s Yankees. Mm-hmm. So it's about – all analytics should be about is finding something that is undervalued that you can get value out of somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it, it, it's hard for me to believe – that there were some analytics, whatever analytics you were using to say that the Yankees were going to be good in left field, scrap those. (laughs) Any analytics you got to say, you know what, Josh Donaldson at 25 million a year, that's going to be a good move. Scrap that. Mm -hmm. 
But this idea that the Yankees have to get, they have to throw out all the analytics. They got to get everything of analytics. Get it all out of here. All the other teams that are successful are using them to some degree. To some degree. I know we don't like it. We all hate math. Nobody hated math in school, Larry, more than me. Oh, my God. I hated math. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would go back and forth with my mother. Why do I need to learn this? I'm never going to use this in life. And mm-hmm. she said, well, you need it right now because you have to pass the class. But I'm not going to use it in life. But you need it right now. And back and forth we'd go. So I hate math. I hate this idea. But every team is using it. Well, yeah. Why can all the other teams use it far more successfully than the Yankees can? What are they doing different than everybody else? Uh, common sense. <laughs> It's common sense. I guess. Um, I think that that's what you have to really figure out. Why are, what are you doing with these numbers that tells you, that has given you the idea that this is going to work when mm-hmm. it would seem like on a basic level you would know, no, that's not going to work. Right. It's true. And once again, you shouldn't have to bring in an outside company to tell you what, what's not working. And here's the thing, Larry. Who's hiring the outside company? Who's gonna? Hal. Who's gonna? Uh, who, oh, I hope. But, but who, who's Hal gonna say? Hey, it's not Cashman. Uh, it very well might be. It can't be. But that, that's the problem. We 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 keep it getting back to the him. same answer. That's like asking someone. Yeah, I set a fire, Larry. Why'd you set that fire? <laughs> Investigate why you set that fire over there. <laughs> Well, because I dropped the match. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, hopefully, Hal has a couple of people on speed dial that he can bring in. Yes. But what happens when those people say, well, the problem is the person running the show? Well, here's what we need to do then. We have to talk to the person running the show. I can't fire him. He's like, he's like, he's like my best pal. He's my best friend. He's like a family member. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to, here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me some options so when he comes to me, I can say, I can say to him, no, we're not doing it this way anymore. We're going to do it this way from but now what, on. But why do we keep him? Why are we? I don't care that he's your best friend. I don't want to let him go. I, I don't, I don't I care. I don't want to let him go. It's, it's, it, it's not show friends. It's show business, baby. You got you to gotta, you gotta produce. And this is not. We have seen. The Yankees have gone through this several times now. And it's, this is after, like, the 2009 team that won. They were good for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of hit the skids and had to wait till 2016 to sell off. And, and, and then they opened up a new window of opportunity. And now they have squandered that window of opportunity. So yeah. now they got to go back to the drawing board. And it's probably going to look a lot like 2013, 2014, where maybe you might make the playoffs one time here in the near future. But mm-hmm. maybe not. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You know it's going to be a tough day. When early this morning I got up, I said, you know what? I need to do, need a little, little trim. I need to trim the beard a little bit. It's getting okay. Kind of, uh, sure. Scruffy. Freshen it up. Yeah, I got to tighten it up a little bit. So I'm in there. I'm in there. You know, I have the door closed because you know, you know, you're you're you don't want to be disturbed. No, you want a little quiet, peace and mm-hmm. quiet. You know, concentration. Is what Absolutely. You, you know, so I'm in there, and all of a sudden, the door opens and hits my elbow. Oh no! So, the trim, as Just you got can trimmier. see, has become a has become major surgery. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is it's tight. Yes. Uh, I heard the Marines march in the back of my head after mm-hmm. finishing uh, this year. Yeah. So I had to, I had to, you know, um, here's the good part of it. Um, I was getting sick of the gray. <laughs> that's, that's a big one, <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's going to take some getting used to. You well, know. maybe you got to get the stuff that uh, the, the Keith Hernandez and uh, Clyde Frazier do. What was it? The Just for Men? The Beard Just for Action? Men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or is, uh, I can't think of his name. He's a great guy. He's been, he's been working over in the Midlands forever. He used to say, well, you'll get some shoe polish and put on there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'll work too, right? <laughs> but um, so I was just like, oh. And, that and might that be too a, much, though. That, that, yeah, see, that's you, you see, get you it too it. dark, and gradual. then everybody knows you're, what you're doing. You need something that looks gradual. a little natural, right? Absolutely. You know, you can't have something, you know, dripping down your face like somebody no. else I remember seeing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You don't want to be checking the weather and checking the clouds. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't go out today. No, it's not gonna work. Can't go out today. So it was, you know, it's just, I and, and it was. I thought I was doing the right thing. Gordon was just quiet, you know, quiet nice, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, not their fault. Not their fault. They're just coming in the bed. Not their fault. A knock on the door would have been nice, but they, you know, these things happen. They have these to be happen. able to hear the buzzing going on, right? <laughs> you would think. But yeah, you know, sometimes, you know. <sighs> I've become such a diplomat since I've been married. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> is she in the studio right now while you're saying this story? Of course not. Oh, okay. absolutely not. All right. You kidding me? I'd have been like, man, look, I would. I probably wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have, you know, in the words you of you'd have waited till the nine o'clock hour is what you're saying. No, I would have known my role and I would have shut my mouth. Uh, that, that's that's can't <laughs> Say, go wrong that way either. Ever, <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Enough of this. Let's go to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Jose's in Brooklyn. Jose, you're next on ninety eight seven. Good evening, Larry. Good evening, GD. Shout out to the company. And that story did have me cracking up, Larry, because I'm just like, one, you kind of, you know, put yourself in that position by leaving the door open. Like, you know, if you. The if door was closed. No, the Jose. door was closed, Jose. Oh, no, this is not Larry's fault, is what he said. Okay. <laughs> So oh, it's closed, man. That that must be a clo- that must be a cramped bathroom, man. There, like like what's going on here, man? I, I, the sink I would think you had, is... had a little more, you know, well, you know, space listen, to work with. Jose, Gordon, and I work yeah. on radio, not TV. Right. <laughs> the fact that you even shave before the show is, <laughs> you know, radio, not TV. I just needed to, you know, you, you, you know, know how it is, Jose. You look in the mirror, you're like, ooh. I need to make some adjustments here. This is a bit much. No, exactly. And and as I was doing it, I was laughing too because I, I realized when I was making my trim, I was a little off. And that's where I'm like, you know, there are some, you know, now I'm getting a beard where I have to like actually leave it up to professionals now. Uh-huh. But I don't want to pay the money. And it's just because I, I think you. it's just too expensive. But, you know, it is what it is. But to I tell you, if I had paid the money, I wouldn't be looking like I'm looking now. <laughs> you get what you pay for. <laughs> Very true, Gordon. So with my Yankee point, because it, 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 it is amazing, because like, like Harvey said, this is a train that always arrives on time, and it's time to beat the dead horse that is the New York Yankees and how horrible they've been. I, I'm, I'm just perplexed with, you know, the news that I'm hearing now, which is, is that how would have to go over Brian Cashman's head? 
And I'm a little confused, guys, because I thought Howe was the one that signed the checks. And uh, it's like very. Uh, well, we don't know that like, for sure. Maybe Brian Cashman has also taken up that responsibility. Maybe he's got like the QuickBooks <laughs> in his office or something, and he's actually doing payroll. No, Why we not? haven't heard people complaining about not getting paid, so now right. he's not well, doing that. So you know, like that—that that, that was why. So I just wanted to bring because I'm just like I—I'm I, just very confused, and apparently, how is so incompetent that he can't hire his own general manager if he gets rid of Brian Cat. Like I'm—I'm I'm finding all of these like you know who 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 are coming from people that I like really respect and Jeff Passan and everybody, but I'm just finding all of these arguments a little too ridiculous because. That's not how you run a business. Eventually, you do have to change philosophies when things are not working, and you have to find somebody that is. So I'm just a little baffled with all the new, you know, talking points that have come out because this is just, you know, there has to be a change. The analytics has to change. You know, Brian Cashman's philosophy has to change. But the 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 change in management has been surely needed because. The, the new approach for, for, to the new baby bombers has not worked as only one baby bomber developed, which was Aaron Judge. So that that's where it's just like there has to be a change within philosophy. There has to be a change within the voices. And, you know, the, and of course, Brian Cashman needs to change it up real quickly because he needs to go as soon as possible because the way, way he's treated this season has been a fireable offense. You're right, Jose, and thanks for the phone call. And it's just real simple, Gordon. It's as though it's almost like I have to say something. So let me just say anything, but um, there's going to be changes at the end of the season, right? I'll say, you know, we're we're going to look into this. We're going to turn. We're going to we're going to look at this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, tell me first of all. I'd rather you say nothing, Gordon. Right. And then at the end of the season, okay, here's what we're going to do. This is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and this is what we're going to do going forward. I mean, this this update of, well, you know, I want to, this is an important part of the year. I want to see. It's almost like they want to hear from me to say something. But just but say something meaningful. Your words are not going to to we don't we don't trust you. We don't believe you. And it seems like all the reports are that whatever changes do take place, they're going to be minor. They're not going to be major. So I would think that if you were in touch with what was actually going on, you would realize me talking is not doing anything. It's about actions. Let's see what your actions are. And if you go into this offseason and you do make some fundamental changes, well, then, okay, fine. But until that happens, it's kind of hard to take them seriously. Because it, yeah. like, it feels like the last couple of years, while it hasn't been as bad as this, when they lose to the Astros and they get ousted from the playoffs, there's always some sort of, oh, well, this was not good enough. This was not this. This was not that. Nobody cares. You yeah. lost. All yep. that matters is winning. That's all that matters. That's it. And you haven't done it. And so this year, as such a monumentally poor season that it's been, Gordon, we're going to talk about historically bad for this team. You're going to talk about under 500 if it is that and finishing in last place. I mean, that combination hasn't happened in decades, decades. And so uh, a, a, a situation where you're telling me, well, this is what we're doing. I don't need that. If I'm a Yankee fan, which I'm not, I don't need that. Tell me at the end of the season, hold a press conference and tell me these are the changes we're making. 
He's gone. He's gone. They're gone. And from now on, here's what we're doing going forward. This is not going to be tolerated. We cannot have another season like this going forward. That's what I need to hear. If I'm a Yankee fan, that's all I want to hear from him. That's it. And and, and here's the thing. He's been here forever. Yeah. Everybody yeah. and everybody has a run, and that right. run eventually ends. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking a look. I, I don't know if this is an accurate list, but I think the the second longest tenured GM in baseball is Mike Rizzo, and he got the job in 2009. Brian Cashman got the job, uh, what was it, 98, 97? Yeah. yeah. Was it the end of 97, the beginning yeah, of 98? Yeah, when Watson, when Watson moved on. I mean, that's a long time. He's had a great run, a long run, a successful run. But everybody, all, all good things come to an end. That's right. And it's unusual for you to have a, long, a run like that. He got it February 3rd, 1998. Man, that's a long time. That's a long time. It's a long time. And at this point, it has to be, who is the best person to fix this moving forward? Right. Do you actually believe it's the person who put you in the spot that it is? No. You got to have a change of voice. You got to have a change of plan. You, there's there's other ways to do this other than the way that he's been trying to do it. And what's happened to him is, you know, the rules have changed and he hasn't made the adjustments. And that's what's hurt this team right now. So it's, it's killing them. It's killed them. And I don't know that he's the guy to get you out of it because he's the one. It's like, okay. You ran the boat into the into the rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, back it up and do it again. <laughs> back it up. Let's uh, see if you, can, you know what? Don't worry about it. This time. We'll give you a new boat. Yeah, it happens. We all make mistakes. <laughs> sure. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's a pretty good move you got there, Damer. Oh, you know me, Larry. Oh, impressive. Fleet of foot. Oh. I've always said, you know, I remember, what was the show they used to have? Um, so You Think You Can Dance? Yes. yes. It used to be, uh, it was a reality show. People mm-hmm. could go on there and they would have like, it was American Idol for dance, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Casting calls. And I always said to my wife that I feel like on that show, I could have got through to choreography. Yes. Like the first day, they have the, 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 the auditions. And then they cut down. The first thing they do is let's see if you can do it with choreography. You, you get right. your own dance beforehand, and then you go on there. You get your, your chance. Mm-hmm. I've always said to my wife, I think that I could get through to choreography, and she thinks that I should. There's other people I should see first. Like. Mental health professionals, <laughs> because there's no chance of me getting through to choreography. But that, and what she doesn't understand is that that just confirms Mm-hmm. her jealousy of your abilities, and it makes you go forward to know that you would be successful. She always says, Gordon, you have some, some wonderful talents and abilities. Dancing is not one of them. Wow. Right to my face. Nothing like support from home. Oh, nothing. <laughs> right to my face. Has no problem. No, here I am couching everything and mm-hmm. putting yeah. just the right emphasis on certain things yeah. and avoiding others. Absolutely. And rightfully so. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Rightfully so. Yep. <laughs> Subi's in Midtown. What's up, Subi? Hey guys. Uh, hey guys. I was thinking about the Yankees' rotation next year, and the fact that my, and the fact that hello. Yeah, yeah we got here. you, Subi. You're there. And they, and they can develop um, pitchers for next year through free agency. There's 
a couple of international pitchers that are supremely talented in the Asian market. I don't know if you've heard of them. Not only that, is that I believe they can stack up on pitchers through free agency like Aaron Nola. And even if you overpay for them and they don't, um, they're not part of the long-term future, you can at least trade them for assets next year, just like the Mets did with Justin Verlander and uh, Scherzer. Now, with the Yankees' future for next year, if they're not producing in the first half, then you got to drop uh, trade Garrett Cole and stack up on prospects because then the Yankees don't have any choice for the, the year after that. That's all I got to say. All right, Subi. Um, the first thing that jumps off to me from what you're saying is I don't know that Hal Steinbrenner is a guy who wants to pay players exorbitant amount of money to play for somebody else that way Steve Cohen did with Scherzer and Verlander. I don't see how Steinbrenner as somebody doing that. If anything, and, and Gordon has said this on a number of occasions, with the money that's out there and the bad moves, he might he might pull back some. He might not be willing to spend a lot of money uh, as much as you might think that he should or needs to. He may be looking to do going in reverse in the reverse order here. I, I don't know. I tr- and, and trading coal? I, now that really hurts your that hurts your starting rotation even more. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Yankees active payroll for next year, according to Spotrack, is uh, and this is the payroll and all the different parts of it. The guys you're paying already that are not here mm-hmm. is already at 196. Okay. And the uh, competitive balance tax threshold for 2024, I think, is 237. Mm-hmm. So that tells you right there how narrow this because they got a lot of holes, they got a lot of areas to fill. And Hal has been good about spending money if to a point, if he yep. feels like it's going to put the team over the top. Right. I don't think this is a team that's anywhere close to the top. This is a team now. Now they're probably not they're not going to tear it down. Right. But they're going to have to reimagine this, and they're going to have to do it with certain pieces. They're not able to move. They're not going to be moving Garrett Cole. They're not going to be moving Aaron Judge. There's other pieces they're not going to be able to move that they would love to be able to move. So th- this is going to be – I do not envision this offseason as being one where Hal's like, you know what, let's get out there and let's spend some money and let's cover up all these holes and let's push our payroll to close to $300 million. I don't think that's happening. No shot. And I have to say, uh, Gordon, I would be leery of Cashman doing anything, but specifically trying to get me pitchers. I would be very concerned. I would be. Very I'd be concerned. leery if I was one of the pitchers. <laughs> Wait a second, Cashman wants me. Oh my God! Make sure the make sure the uh, insurance is paid up. I think the guy, the main guy from Japan that I've I've read about is uh, Yamamoto. I think is his name. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I know the Mets have scouted him in the past. I'm sure the Yankees know who he is and everything like that. But um, whether or not they're going to be big spenders this offseason, they'll probably spend some money. They're going to have to spend some money because yeah. they, they, yeah. they can't fill all these holes. Right. I mean, think about it. First base, Rizzo. He's going to be back, but is he going to be back? I don't know. Is he going to be mm-hmm. over this? I hope so. I think that yeah. they probably think so. Okay, fine. Glaber's had a decent season, but he's coming up on free agency. He going to be back? If you're not going to be very good, are you going to pay a second baseman $10, 11000000 million? I don't I'd know. I'd trade him right now. He's, uh, his, he'll never, his, his talent will never be higher. 
Because if it was position, would never be higher. Than Volpe, player. he's going to be here. Third yep. base, I would think it's going to be LeMayhew, but not every single day. He's going to be still the utility guy, so you're going to have to get somebody there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Wells can be in the mix next year for catcher. That would be a huge plus because the Yankees have got nothing offensively out of their catcher for years, really. Yep. Uh, center field is an open spot. Left field is an open spot. Rotation, got some sp- we good seats still available. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You do. Bullpen. Got Bullpen. They, they they generally do a good job of finding pieces there, but they're going to have to fit. Need a closer. Like like the old uh, Smokey and the Bandit, long way to go and a short time to get there. They got yeah. a lot of things to do and not a lot of ways to do it. It's true. It's true. Uh, Tommy's in Connecticut. What's up, Tommy? Larry Jordan. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tommy. Hey, just uh, <clears throat> so listen, I'm a big Yankees fan. I, I love – what uh, Cashman has done over the years, but it just kind of makes me think of like, eventually you just need a different vision, a different direction. You know, I was, you know, cause everybody talks about, Oh, Cashman's been there since 90, what? 97, I believe. Yes. The beginning yeah, of 98, the end of the 97 season. <clears throat> yeah. But like the same, it's like the same thing with like the devils had Lou Lamarillo from, I think 87 to 14 or 15, like eventually it's just time. And it has nothing to do with whether the guy's going to get another job. Like Lou got work right after that. You know, it, it's just, sometimes you need a different, a different vision and, you know, a different you know, approach. Well, you're yeah, right, Tommy. There's absolutely. no question. Thanks for the mm-hmm. phone call. And, and as we said, Gord, he's been there a long time. And, and and you give him credit for him being having success, and he's going to go down as one of the top general managers, you know, in history. He's going to go down with the championships that were won on his watch. But Gordon, you know what? The longer you're at a position, sometimes the ending is bad, and right now the ending is very bad for Brian Cashman. It just if, is. If it, it didn't really end is. poorly, it wouldn't end. Uh, yeah. Here, I think Yankee fans kind of need a reality check in that. If, if the Yankees tomorrow said, you know what, Brian Cashman is out. We're going out and we're getting somebody else, whoever that person is. Whoever that person is, is not going to turn this around overnight. Unless Hal Steinbrenner says, I'm going to spend $350 million, which is not going to happen. They have so many pieces that they are locked into here for the next few years. And not a whole lot of wiggle room and a lot of areas that they have to fix without a bunch of young talent that is... Major League ready. I mean, the two guys that they're calling up, we're hoping they're Major League ready. But Dominguez is 20 years old. Would it really shock us if he's not if he's not no. a Major League ready player next year? No. No. You're just getting his feet wet. You're just giving him a taste of what it's like. I mean, Gordon, he just moved up. I mean, you know, he was struggling the first half of the year in the minors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I mean, he just had like a hot week, and then all of a sudden he's getting called up. So, yeah. It's probably, listen, listen. He, he, listen, he might as well get better up here. Well, I, I think you saw it with the Mets, right? Met fans for a while were shouting, bring up the kids, bring up the kids. And then yeah. before too long, a lot of the kids were going back down. Yeah, because they weren't ready. Yeah, but that's, that's what you got to find out. That's the part of the process.